Our reading this morning is from Matthew 20, chapter 20, verses 1 to 16, from the New Revised Standard Version, Anglicized. And it's entitled, The Laborers in the Vineyard. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. When he went out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. When he went out again about noon and about three o'clock, he did the same. And about five o'clock, he went out and found others standing around. And he said to them, why are you standing here idle all day? They said to him, because no one has hired us. He said to them, you also go into the vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, call the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and then going to the first. When those hired at five o'clock came, each of them received the usual daily wage. Now when the first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received the usual daily wage. And when they had received it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, these last worked only one hour, and you've made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to the last the same as I gave to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am so generous? So the last will be first, and the first will be last.
a block away from my spouse's condominium in Vancouver is an area where some day laborers gather. And when we go out early in the morning, you can see them sitting and standing on the corners, waiting to get picked up for their daily work. Often they have tools with them, sometimes a fluorescent vest, but when I hear the story of day laborers, I see it these days in my very own neighborhood. And the area where I used to live in Surrey, there is a labor unlimited temp office. And again, early in the morning on my way to work, I would see tons of construction workers and flaggers and landscapers and first aid attendants and all kinds of daily workers contracting themselves out super early in the morning before the sun is even up to go out and work really hard wherever it was they were being called. So when I hear today's story in the Bible of some laborers who are coming from a center village of town, from the square, are being picked up throughout the day and taken somewhere to work, it's still happening in our time. It's pretty easy to, to picture this scenario indeed. But I wonder something. When you hear this story, who is the first person or people you think you relate to in the story? When you hear the story, who do you think you are in it? I have a confession, because confession is good in the church. I'm a morning person, and I love to get up early and start praying and working, so I think I would be one of the earlier work people in this story. And I have no doubt I would sadly be one of those grumbling and complaining about my pay at the end of the day. If people came at the end of the day and made the same amount of money with me, I might have a little internal conflict about that too. Hardworking, good people have always asked, what kind of God would offer the same reward to those who have earned it and to those who have not? The tradition has constantly answered a just God. That's who. God's standards and ways of doing things are not our own. And perhaps we can literally thank God for that. God's grace and God's generosity are way beyond human standards. They go way beyond what we could ever ask or deserve. And thank goodness for that. I invite you to imagine, if you haven't already, that you are the all-day worker. Try and put yourself in their shoes for a moment. We have to put the frustration and the envy and the jealousy aside. And I find it really interesting that the last people to arrive for the day were the very first to get their money and go home. The one who worked all day is surely a little more tired 
hot from the sun beating down on them all day. They really want to get home and have a nice meal, rest, spend some time with their family, I imagine. I imagine it would be hard to see the people who come at the end of the day getting paid first. But if the people who came at the end didn't get paid first, we would miss the whole lesson of the story. And the laborers who had been there from the beginning would miss the lesson and the demonstration of what was happening before their eyes. Witnessing the last people arrive that day, getting paid generously, was the very point that the story builds to. Confronting the landowner and hearing the response, the giving is entirely the landowner's choice. And if they choose to be generous with their resources, that's their business. We got our day's wages. Give us this day our daily bread. The pay that they got was a denarii. It was enough to buy a daily loaf of bread and feed yourself and your family. And then tomorrow, you'd have to rely on God all over again for your daily bread, like in the Lord's Prayer. We're okay. Whether we were there at the beginning of the day or the end of the day, God has invited us in. God has offered work. God has included us, and God has paid us and taken care of our needs. Now imagine for a moment, you're one of the last people picked from the town square who comes towards the end of the day and doesn't end up working as long. But you've been waiting in the heat all day, just hoping somebody would give you work so you could do some work and pay your family and contribute. I wonder how you might feel being one of the last people of the day. And your worry turns to relief as the landowner continues to come every three hours and pick up more and more and more people so that everyone has work, everyone has a place, everyone is filled. And imagine your surprise at the end of the day when you're paid first and you're paid generously. You're paid the equivalent of an entire day's work. What a huge gift. What an unexpected blessing that would be. You might even imagine to you it was a miracle to be paid that much for a lesser amount of time. Thanks to the landowner, everyone is called, everyone is welcome and offered work and rewarded. Is it fair? Not by our standards, no, but we're not the judge, thank goodness. And we're not God, thank goodness. We're the recipients of the amazing grace and the generosity and the gifts of a loving, boundless God who wants us to be God's people and wants us to love in return and will provide 
our daily bread indeed. So we need to try our best and let go of those human emotions where jealousy and envy and strife stir up about the people who got paid the same as us but didn't have to work as long. Thoughts of, I'm better, I worked harder, I've been here longer, I'm more important, I deserve more. And try as best we can to see as God sees all are welcome, all are invited to participate and bring their talents and all are lovingly rewarded by God in God's way, in God's time. And we should try to be happy for one another. Because none of us, if we really examined ourselves, earned God's favor. God's love is indeed freely given and truly generous beyond all human standards. We're like those laborers. We are like those laborers. We are seen by God. We are called by God. We are given work to do in the world by God. We are provided for and we will be richly rewarded. If not here, certainly in heaven. The best thing we can do is just say, yes, God. Yes, yes to your invitation. And let God take it from there. It be so. Amen. This is indeed the time of the service where